1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Joining us now is our guy from the Boston Globe on the Harbor One Hotline. He's Gary Washburn. Gary, we were, were talking about this team. We're spending a lot of time talking about immaturity, maybe they're not ready for the moment. How would you assess what you saw last night in Game 5?
2: Yeah, it's the same. You know what? It's just the same stuff that we've seen generally mostly early in the season that has just bitten, bitten them at the worst time. And I also think, guys, that they're tired. Like, Yimei Doka shortened his rotation to get this team to win. It was successful. But now, as you look, he's playing seven, seven seven-and-a-half guys. He played Peyton Pritchard four minutes, 41 seconds in game five. The Warriors have played ten players significant minutes in terms of, like, meaningful minutes in the game, not garbage time. The Celtics have played eight. And I just think they're getting nothing from the bench. Jalen and Jason are trying to do too much. Marcus is being Marcus at times. And then also they're focusing way too much on the officiating. I mean, just get off of it. You're going to get bad calls. And quite honestly, guys, they had twice as many free throws last night as, as the Warriors. So something's got to give in the next couple of days for them to find their best self to try to send this series back to San Francisco. Sorry, so that's the that seems like the explanation of uh, what happened in the fourth quarter. How do you explain the first quarter? I don't know, Christian. I, I don't know why you start out the biggest game of the, these guys' lives, Every, all, the whole roster, biggest game of their life, and you fall behind 24-8. I mean, against a team at home that's feeling all the momentum, it snatched the momentum from the series. It's got Steph Curry, and, and you fall behind by 16 points. I don't get it. Udoka couldn't explain it. Why are you coming out like a daisical? You know, missed shots, slippage on defense, turnovers. The first opening play, you know, Tatum turnover. I mean, it's just it's just so predictable. And I don't under I don't understand. I don't understand how loose they are with the ball. I don't understand. You know, the overly complain about foul calls, just get back on defense. Don't You you know that Golden State generally cannot score successfully against your half-court defense. So they want to run the ball so they can get open shooters and shoot the three and celebrate. So you have to stop them from getting fast breaks. The worst way to get a team into the fast break, or the best way, I should say, is by turning the ball over in silly turnovers and live ball turnovers. They're just playing right into the Warriors' hands at this point, and that's why they're losing.
3: Gary, uh, Emeo Doka last night on the broadcast talked a lot about the physicality of the Warriors, which is not something I'm sure that we were all expecting, at least from the Boston end, coming into this uh, matchup. I'm wondering, it seems like at a lot of points in this series that the Celtics have been taken a little bit aback by the physicality that the Warriors are playing on them when they when Boston has the ball. Is that a failure for Ime to get that message through to prepare them for that physicality? Or is that something that is just a disconnect with this team and their coach?
2: Um, I do think they probably slightly underestimated Golden State defensively because Golden State doesn't have That rim protector, they don't have that Bam out of bio. They don't have that Giannis in the paint, that freakish athlete that can get the shots. They don't have that guy. So I think the Celtics thought that they could have their way at times with the Warriors and the Warriors with Draymond and with, you know, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins has been a huge impact. His defense on Tatum, he's had a huge impact in the series, and I think the Celtics might have underestimated Golden State defensively. And also, when your best players aren't playing well, as Brown and Tatum aren't, then you're, you're going to have a hard time winning the series. They need, they have needed their best players to play great. And Tatum has not had a great game. And Brown uh, has had a, a very good game, but not a great game. You know, they need a defining game, a, a Steph game. They need a game in game six to carry this team back to San Francisco like that's the bottom line. Their best players aren't playing well.
0: Talking to Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe, Gary, we were just talking. Jalen Brown, I thought was really was probably his worst game. I mean, I thought he was awful last night. And then Tatum, when you look at the box score, it looks like he had a good game, but it just kind of feels like it didn't pass the eye test. How would you How would you evaluate his game last night?
2: Yeah, I thought Tatum got off. He had a good like second and third quarter, and then he fizzled. I mean, he took a he had a step back three pointer. Air ball, just bounced out of bounds. He, he just seemed frazzled. Uh, he missed four free, the free throws. I mean, you miss 10 free throws, and you lose by 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't make those types of mistakes. 18 turnovers and 10 missed free throws, and then they lost the game by 10 points. Like, you wonder why they lost. I mean, Golden State had seven turnovers. That's what you want, under 10. If you're the Celtics 10 to 12, okay, that's okay. When you get into the 15, 16 range, you're in real trouble. Tatum was sloppy with the ball. Brown sloppy with the ball. But in terms of Tatum, I mean, he missed two um, two sets of free throw both times. I mean, that's unacceptable. That's he's an eighty plus percent free throw shooter. So that's nerves or just not focused. Something because there's no way he should be should miss four free throws in a game. And he always seems to miss his opening free throw the first time he gets fouled in the game. That's focus. That's lack so, of concentration, and I'm not sure what May can do to get these guys to lock in and go, okay, guys, if we lose this game, we're, we're done. Can you start fast this time? Yeah, because that was my question. It's like, you know, just looking at Eme and the job that he's doing recently, it seems like I'm not going to say they're tuning him out because he's they've accomplished way too much, but it does seem like the message isn't getting through to him. So what does he do other than – Maybe he needs a guest speaker. Maybe they need to bring somebody else in to say exactly what he's saying, but from a different perspective. And I'm not even kidding because whatever he's saying, they're not listening to him. No, I, I agree. Like, I don't think he told them, Hey guys, play casual, play like a summer league <laughs> game. And, and then, you know, work yourself into getting into to the tempo of the game and we'll be okay. Like, no, you were behind 24 to eight. Like, you're looking at this game, and you're like, really? Like, this is how you guys come out? It's not like, you know, they missed their first 12 threes. I mean, and, it, and they're so that, – that's their whole thing. They're so reliant on this series and the three-pointer. When they hit 6-9 and nine in the third quarter, they scored 35 points. The rest of the other three quarters, they were terrible from three. You know, the Warriors were 9-for-40 from three last night. 9-for-40, but yet they won the game by 10 points because they killed the Celtics in the two-point shots. They scored at the rim. They scored in the paint. Like the Celtics aren't scoring at the rim. They're not scoring in the paint. They're not scoring in mid-range. They're only good when they're hitting threes and get to the free throw line. That's it. They've got to figure out how to make two-point shots.
3: Gary, do you think that they can make that adjustment? Is that I guess is like is that in their repertoire right now? Where they can they can ramp up that two-point game in the next over the next two games, or is it something that? Is not really, you know, like I said, like in their skill set yet.
2: Yeah, to figure out a way to get Tatum and Brown some more open shots in the two. And then guys like Derek White, Derek White has to come up and step up. He had one point. Like, you know, Grant Williams had three points. Peyton Pritchard didn't score. Like, Pey- Gary Payton, the second and Poole combined for 29 points. Like, if that happens, the Warriors are going to win. That's why they didn't really need Premier Steph because the other guys, you know, stepped up. And it's just like they didn't. The Celtics didn't expect Gary Payton to score 15 points off the bench. The, the Celtics need someone like that. They need a Pritchard to score 18 or a Grant Williams or a Derek White. They can't have a combined four points from the bench, especially when he's running his starters into the ground because he's playing them so many minutes and they're starting to get tired. Their their lack of depth because Eme doesn't trust Aaron e- you know, Eme doesn't trust er- – Dan- this is not a Daniel Tice series. So he's, he's either got to mix it up and play a couple of more guys to get a guy a breather, or they've got to have more support from Pritchard, from um, Grant Williams, and from Derek White. If not, they're done.
3: So with that performance from Steph Curry last night, is that any indication to you that there might actually be something health-wise going on? Did you see anything in his play that would indicate that we might at least see a less powerful, less productive Steph Curry over the next game or two games if, if they get there?
2: Well, they put a different defense. Remember, we, you know, Eme insisted that it's not the defense against Steph, it's our offense. Well, they switched up defenses and they neutralized Steph which is what you wanted to do it's they probably should have done a few games ago what burned them was Andrew Wiggins and then Gary Payton and Jordan Poole it's like they got burned by the other guys but that's going you're going to have to live with that you're going to have to live with that they the Warriors only scored 104 points okay that's not great okay it's that the Celtics scored 94 and they missed 10 free throws and they turned the ball over 18 times so the problem is was the offense last night? It was not the defense. The Celtics will take Golden State scoring 104 points and mm-hmm. Steph going 0 for 9. Yeah. You know, it is the offense. They cannot score consistently.
0: Gary, last one for me uh, quickly. So the Celtics lost for the first time after a loss. Did you notice anything different? Almost like this feeling of invincibility after a loss that they were automatically going to win. Did you notice anything with this team post game? A little bit of a shock that they lost this game?
2: I, mean, I thought that they were discouraged last night. You know, they just – I think they're at the point that they're kind of speechless as to what to do. They're frustrated. Uh, They came away. I think they felt like they could win this game in game five. And now they're like, okay, well, what do we do? So, I think they definitely need a day off. And then you come back on Wednesday. You practice. You maybe throw some wrinkles in there. Maybe Eme comes up with with some different guys. Maybe he throws Tyson there for a few minutes. Maybe he does something – to give some of his players relief or draws up some different plays because Emei's being out coached in this series. It's just after game three, Golden Mm -hmm. State found something, made an adjustment, and now Emei's getting lapped here by Steve Kerr. Emei's got to respond.
0: All right. Well, he's Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe. Gary, we really appreciate you taking some time with us. Thanks a lot.
2: Thanks a lot, guys. All All right. Thanks, Gary.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,